This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to Walsall Fan TV. The Joy and the Pain podcast is live. Um, part of the Talk Sport Network. And uh, loving every minute. Whilst we wait for a flurry of uh, transfers, we're continuing our series of uh, our new arrivals to League Two. And today, we're thinking about the MK Dons. So we've got with us Jonathan Harris. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a bit of a torturous one for Warsaw. We uh, we often huffed and puffed about uh, who we we're going to have as new manager. Um, and we interviewed a guy. I don't know whether you've heard of him, Graham Alexander. Oh, you mean our <laughs> new manager? Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Well, um, apparently he didn't fit the formulation and uh, fit the criteria for the manager's job. So um, he either didn't get offered it, which is what the party line would be, or he got offered it and uh, declined it. So uh, you never really know, do you? But um, he was one that was a a favourite for me, and I quite uh, liked the thought of having him with us. So... um, your initial thoughts when uh, you found out that Graham Alexander had become your new manager? Well, to be honest, it never really crossed our fan base's mind when we were looking for a manager. I think Danny Cowley and um, Michael Appleton were the two that our fan base really sort of wanted. And then yeah. initially about three days before he was announced, it, it, it was like Graham Alexander's in, in line for it. And we were really surprised. And we'd actually forgotten some of the fan base about him because obviously his time up in Scotland and um but he's come across really well in all his interviews he's he seems a determined focused kind of manager uh doesn't seem like he'll pull any punches um he's obviously had success in in the lower leagues with uh, Scunthorpe and Fleetwood and um I'm really excited to, to see how this goes um he wasn't actually um one Pete Winkleman considered until he got an interview. Um, yeah. And then Pete Winkleman actually said that um, his interview completely changed his mind. And another another strange quirk is he actually is actually based in Milton Keynes, which I didn't know about either. So that sounds like a, that sounds like a perfect role for him then. 
Yeah. I think uh, there's many there's many uh, managers and that that travel all the way around the country. I think Mike Flynn at Warsaw, he was still living in Newport when he was manager of Warsaw. Oh, wow. Which is, um, it's all right for a day out, but you don't want to be doing that all the while, do you? No, absolutely. Um, as you say, the, the travelling, I mean, we had it with uh, Paul Tisdale a few years back. He was travelling from Exeter to Milton Keynes pretty much every yeah. week, which is some trek. So, as you say, it, it seems like it, it was meant to be with uh, Alexander. Yeah. And to be honest, from, from what I saw of Graham Alexander um, in some interviews he'd done, he, he did come across very professional and uh, a professional experienced manager. And that's why I thought it'd be ideal for Warsaw. But um, in the end, he was uh, either because he declined it or Warsaw decided to go with our coach, our previous uh, assistant coach. So uh, Matt Sadler, former player has been given the uh, the manager's job, which is a bit worrying, really. I think underwhelming is the uh, is the name of the game, I think. And what we said when he got the job was, as long as he's got an experienced assistant alongside him, I think that's probably not going to be too serious a problem. But word coming out, it's unconfirmed yet, but... Word coming out is the assistant is going to be a guy who's just got two years managerial experience in uh, non-league. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, sporting a, a club that goes for rookie managers, I can say it, it depends what, what you get, really, because obviously we were Carl Robinson's first job um, yeah. before he, he moved on to um, other clubs. Um, Russell Martin, it was his first job as well. He's moved on to the Championship and then Liam Manning's first job in England as well. Um, he seems to be doing well for Oxford in the transfer window so far. Yeah. And then our previous one, Mark Jackson, that just seemed to be, I think it was the case of the right person at the wrong time. Um, yeah. He did galvanise the squad towards the end of the season, but to be honest, we left ourselves too much to do last season. Um well, that- it was just, I don't know. It, it it just felt like it was a a, a last chance saloon by Winkleman to try try and save us, and uh, unfortunately it didn't work. Um, tell me what's happened with MK Dons because under Liam Manning you were doing very well, and uh, in the twenty one twenty two season you were in the in the playoffs, and it was the last match of the season to uh, for a place in automatic promotion to the championship and uh, didn't quite happen for you because of all the results and that sort of thing. But, I mean, to go from that and then the following year to get relegated is... Why did Liam Manning get sacked his first? Because he'd say he'd been doing a good job for you. I think it was... I think it was mainly because Winkleman was just trying to react, trying to get ahead of um, like possible like relegation. He ne- Winkleman never talked of relegation, and even uh, before the game against Burton, last game of the season, he kept saying to the fan base, "We're not going down. We're not going down." And it yeah. felt like he he never believed we were ever going to go down. Um, but um, on to Liam Manning as a coach, he was brilliant. Um, his first half, well, his first full season wasn't technically his squad. 
all those players that signed, yeah. apart from the ones he signed in January, were all Russell Martin signings. Scott um, Twine, yeah. Troy Parrott, Mo Issa, um, Matt O'Reilly, who's now Champions League and winning cups up in yeah. Scotland. Um, so it was that was all Russell Martin's legwork before he decided to walk on us three days before the start of the season. Um, but what Liam Manning did with that squad was just... I don't think anyone dared dream that that was going to happen, especially after what happened at the start of the season. Yeah. Particularly in the start of February when we were 12 points behind Rotherham and Wigan and then we still managed to close it down and we were we were so close and then just the playoffs never worked out for us. We tried to play Wickham at their own game in the first leg and you can never, yeah. never try and play long ball against Wickham because it just is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And we just gave ourselves too much to do in the second leg. All they did was defend and do what Gareth Ainsworth sides do best. And uh, yeah. obviously they got through to the final. But um, just, it was a, I think it was a case of much poorer recruitment. We we were going for players that were projects rather than players that had been proven. <laughs> yeah, last yeah. Last summer, um, players like Dawson Devoy, Dara Burns, uh, could say Matt Smith from January, um, Dan Kemp, who we loaned out to Hartlepool second half of the season as well, and it just never clicked. Um, injuries didn't help, but. It's not really an excuse for the really poor recruitment that we had last summer. When you yeah. lose someone like Scott Twine, who was 20 goals and 12 assists, and then you miss Harry Darling. Where did he go, Twine? Sorry. Where did Twine go? Uh, Burnley. Oh, Burnley. Ah, oh, great, yeah. Onwards yeah, and upwards was... then for him. Yeah, absolutely. He, that's it. He's in the Premier League now. He's... <laughs> It's it's just amazing. Um, Harry Darling as well. He scored ten goals from centre back, so we were missing him. He went to Swansea with Russell Martin, and it was just we just didn't replace the spine of our team last summer, yeah. and that that was downfall really. And then uh, obviously, that so Liam Manning then sort of sold out. They've sold out for him, really, I suppose, by the sound of it. Sort of taking the money and. Uh... Dropping him in it, really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fan base did feel sorry for him because he he is a really good coach and I really hope it, it works out at Oxford and it seems he's getting the backing of the board there. They've signed that, is it Rodriguez from Notts County? Rodriguez from Notts County, that's a super signing, yeah. that is for Oxford. Yeah, uh, so I was really sort of, Taken aback by that because I never thought he'd got he'd go there, but uh, no, good luck to him. And he, as I say, um, on, onwards and upwards, and all we can think about is is League Two now. Yeah, I think that the Mark Jackson obviously just won six in 25 for him. He sort of picked up a ball that was already falling, didn't he? I suppose, absolutely. Um, he, he was, I'd say, he was more of a motivational coach, he was, yeah, he was. Always trying to motivate the team. Always saying, "Look, we're we're narrowly losing. Um, we can we can still get out of this. We can still get out of this." Um, I mean, two of his wins came against Forest Green, who yeah. obviously were the were the worst team in League One. Um, yeah. 
then we went to Bristol Rovers with that. I don't know if you saw that infamous tweet last season where they tweeted about um, about our attendance and uh, about the ticketing system, and then we ended up winning two nil down there, upsetting oh. Joey Barton, which is not a bad thing. Um, but... <laughs> Anybody getting one over on Joey Barton's got a smile on the face, haven't they? Absolutely. But it, it never really, the season really never got going under Jackson. As I say, he was left with too much to do. He did bring in a couple of really good players in January. Uh, Jonathan Lecco, uh, Sully Kaikai, um, Paris Magoma on loan from Brentford. Yeah. He was brilliant. And it just, it was just too little, too late. And uh, nothing on nothing on Mark Jackson. I mean, yeah, he did pick the team, but. But I think most of the blame needs to go on Pete Winkleman and uh, yeah. Liam Sweet, who's the head of recruitment. Um, before we get on to uh, the the new journey in League Two, just want to cover off a few players. One player that we uh, that you had off us was Zach Jules. We loved him, Zach Jules. How's he done for MK? The first season he was here. He didn't. He didn't really get going. He was loaned to Fleetwood for half the season and seemed to do pretty well there. And then we thought under Manning he wouldn't get a chance. But whatever he did last summer, he seemed to get himself in the side. He was playing really well. What I like about him is he's quite brave on the ball for someone yeah. of like his size and stature. Like his his pace for a man of his size is just. I, Sometimes you think, where's this coming from? Um, he's always very honest on interviews, um, which is what I like about him um, yeah. as well. And I'm I'm pleased, sort of in the way that he's sort of proved our fan base not not fully wrong, but he sort of said, "I am worth keeping." And as we said before we uh, recorded, he's been um, given another year's extension, which obviously shows the improvement the club's seeing him. So. Um, has, it, has he been playing uh, in the back three, or has he playing, been playing on the wing or wing back? Been playing in the back three. Um, Dean Lewington got an injury towards the end of the season, so he got quite a good run in the in the side. So he was left of a back three. Um, okay, okay. Then when Daniel Harvey got injured, he played left wing back. But I don't think wing back's his position. No, I'm no, I think left of a back three or a pure left back. He's uh, yeah. probably he started off with Warsaw um, as a centre half and uh, got caught out quite a lot and um, he sort of was transformed at Warsaw and he started playing on the left side as a left back and yeah. um, was awesome to be honest we were really gutted when he went really gutted uh, so it's good that he's doing well for you or say he's not he's not commanding regular starts but maybe he will next season. Maybe. I mean, Dean Lewington's the ir irremovable force unless he's injured. Um, well, he's been there. Oh, it's Ray Lewington, wasn't it? It was the other guy I'm thinking of. Was that his brother, is he? No, Ray Lewington's his dad. Um, <laughs> his, assistant, his assistant coach at Crystal Palace with, uh, with Roy Hodgson. But oh, great. I, I could talk about Dean Lewington for, for ages. What the... <laughs> What he's done. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's been brilliant. I mean, what people can say about Milton Keynes and the way we were formed was neither here or there. But to get over 900 appearances for, for one club and to be captain of that club for pretty much all that time yeah. and his consistent performances, his position is second to none. He might not have the pace, but his positioning more than makes up for that. And yeah. I, it's going to be so difficult to find a replacement for someone like that. Um, How old is he now, Dean? How old is Dean Lewington now? 38 or 39, I think. Oh, blooming heck, yeah. So he's, uh, he's starting to slow down a bit then. He is, well, his legs are, but his brain isn't. So yeah, yeah. Well, we had um, not last season, season before. We had Stephen Ward, uh, former Wolves and Burnley, and uh, Ipswich fullback. And uh, we thought that with him, he thought he's he's smart now, so sort of really stand out. But what really stood out was his lack of pace, and he was he was had every week. He was like the weak link of the side where we thought when he signed that he'd be sort of like a, a real key part of it. So it was a shame how that went, really. Um, for next season, um, have you still got uh, Mo Issa? Is he going to still be with you? Yes, he, he again got an extension on his contract in the summer. So um, for another, another season, I think it was. Um wasn't quite his season last season. He got an in. He, he was still recovering from an injury he picked up from the season before, where he, um, I think it was an ACL injury. So, <laughs> um, unfortunately, it took him a while to get back into it. And we didn't play to his strengths. Mo Issa's best when you play a ball behind the defence. He can run onto it one on one with the goalkeeper, and he's one of those strikers that you, you don't even have to look, and it's in the back of the net. Yeah. He's how old is he? Asa. Twenty-seven or twenty-eight. So I mean, he's that kind of age, okay. You'd say, um, but he 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 does try and he, he splits the fan base because he when he scores and when he's on form, he's he's the best thing since sliced bread. But the Things like tracking back, like the modern day strikers meant to be tracking back yeah. and meant to be closing down. Some of the some of the fan base still don't rate him for that. So it's a bit he's a bit like Marmite, but I, at the minute for League Two, I think any League Two side would have Mo Issa in their side if if they thought about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Will Grigg, he uh, he didn't score many for you last season. Will Grigg was not on fire. Last season no, for you? Oh, the fire was well and truly put out last season. Um, he... He's slowing down a bit, though, I think, isn't he? 
he's slowing he he's slowing down. He didn't get many appearances with Liam Manning or Mark Jackson, to be honest. He seemed to come on as a, as a sub to maybe impact the game. Yeah. Um, I personally think he he might be one that moves on, possibly National League's now his level. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he's handy to have around, around the squad, and if we keep him, then, then it could be a bonus. He might get us eight to ten goals if, if he plays, but I wouldn't be too fussed if he left, to be honest. Yeah, I know what you mean. I want to go on to some messages in a, me- in a minute. But uh, Connor Grant, um, he was uh, quite a big player for you. Four goals, six assists last season. He's uh, quite a playmaker for you, I guess. He, he was. Uh, he was, again, someone that we signed in the summer. Um, a lot of potential from Rochdale. We were all sort of thinking, wow, okay. And then he never really got into the size at the start of the season. It seemed to be Nathan Holland, Mo Issa, and Louis Barry as the front three. And Connor Grant. Oh, Louis Barry, we know about him. <laughs> yeah. So he what do you really reckon of Louis side. Barry? Sorry? What do you think of Louis Barry? <sighs> flattered to deceive. Have to be Ed, honest, he flattered to deceive. Chicken. Yeah. Yes. Very much a headless chicken. He. He's got the ability, and if he didn't have the ability, then Barcelona wouldn't have signed him at the when when they did. But sometimes he needs to learn when to pass and when not to pass. His decision making is probably why he was in League Two last season, at, yeah. the second half of last season. So yeah, never really got going for us, Louis Barry. <laughs> That's a pity. Um, so we're on to on to League Two. Um. I've got a, a Wrexham fan um, mentioned in the comments. Do the Dons travel well? So uh, how many would you likely be taking to Wrexham? If I'm honest, it would probably depend on how well we're doing in the season when we when we played them. I mean, when we were doing well in League One in the promotion season, there were seven games in a row. We, were t- we took over 1,000 away from home. Um, okay. Which I know, I know doesn't sound a lot, but we're we're a young club and our fan base is still growing. Um, and now it's getting to the point where the younger fan bases are get like at that age where they're sort of travelling more. So our, oh, our okay. numbers are growing. So, so what's yeah. what's your typical home attendance now? We sell about five five and a half thousand season tickets, and then maybe we're walking oh, maybe that. Pushes up to six, maybe seven. So um, I personally think the stadium's a bit too big for us at the minute. Um, but what, how many does it hold? How many does it hold them stadium MK? Yeah, thirty thousand it holds. Thirty thousand. Yeah, but I think um, Pete Winkleman is is using it to his his advantage because we've got a Lionesses game coming up on the first of July, and we've already sold yeah. twenty thousand tickets for that. Um, against Portugal in the friendly, and then he, um, we do have some other like games there. The women, the ladies play there as well. Uh, the youth team sometimes play there, and then we sometimes have concerts there during the summer. So okay. it does get good income, back. good income for the ground, and that. Sorry, good income it brings the, brings yes, the money no. in. Yes, yeah, very good money for the for the club. 
So uh, we aside the, the mention in the comments, Dale Litton is uh, a Wrexham fan from Texas. <laughs> the uh, the Wrexham uh, bandwagon has certainly uh, arrived in League Two, and uh, they're definitely going to be a force. Um, where do you see uh, MK finishing? I know the uh, Wrexham fans are thinking they're going to win the league, which <laughs> on the face of it, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, MK, MK Dons, where do you think you're likely to finish? I, I'd like to think it's automatic promotion, and that's not me being arrogant or big-headed or, or anything like that. I know League Two is going to be difficult. You've got your Wrexhams, your Notts Counties that have come up that have done really well. You've got your Gillinghams that are spending money. I mean, they went and got Johnny Williams yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Bradford, Doncaster have recruited really well as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Port's another one. Tranmere was normally there or thereabouts. Salford. Yeah. So I think League Two might be the, the league to watch um, this season. Um, and I think it's going to be one of those leagues where it's going to go down to the last game of the season to, to decide, like, the majority of like playoff and automatic promotion places yeah. because I can't really separate sort of the top, I'd say top 12 at least yeah. from what I can gather from early. I think when, when Warsaw came down from league one to league two, we thought, Oh, we'll be all right. We go straight back up because we had previously, but it seems every year it's getting harder and harder to return to league one. And I know Warsaw have only just started or haven't yet started their recruitment, as in uh, signings. But um, as we stand, um, <laughs> I can't see Warsaw finishing above top half. But really, we should be challenging top seven. But um, we need we need we need some good quality players in. And it's going to be tough. And I think you'll be surprised, Jonathan. I think League Two is uh, is it going to be a tough old league next season. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think any of the relegated sides from the previous season even got in the playoffs, did they? With Gillingham, Doncaster, no. AFC Wimbledon and Crewe. They all sort yeah. of finished round about each other, didn't they? Was, That's it, Don, was it Doncaster, Doncaster and Crew, wasn't it? With two of them that came down. Yeah. So, as you say, it is, it is going to be tough. And I'm under no illusions it's going to be tough. It was tough the last time we came down in 18-19 when Lincoln yeah. won the league. Um, that was, I think that was Lincoln, Swindon, ourselves and Mansfield were fighting for the automatics. And we got the... We got the last automatic spot by beating Mansfield on the final day of the season. Uh, but anybody so think... who beats Mansfield keeps me happy. <laughs> um, oh. who, who's your main rivals then uh, at MK? That'll be the well, other Wimbledon, I guess. Yeah, we, for this league, it would be the other Wimbledon because our, I think our one of our closest sort of geography-wise would be Swindon, um, probably. Um, but We've as well a bit like you. We've got quite the northern sort of, I'll call it the northern hemisphere to tackle with all the <laughs> clubs up there. Yeah, and the amount of travelling that we've got to do, but we've only got ourselves to blame. Um, could have made it easier for ourselves if we'd stayed up. I think it would have been sort of more sort of 
more sort of like local games. But unfortunately, yeah, yeah. what happens when when the recruitment's wrong? But I'm looking forward to it. There's quite a few new grounds that I haven't been to that I'm looking forward to going to. Uh, looking forward to expanding my my uh, my contacts as well. So yeah, okay. it's good. really good. I've um, got another comment from uh, Cyprus, <clears throat> Cyprus Sadler, and he's talking about the real Wimbledon. Cause that's uh, I bet you have some grief over that, the franchise and all that. Water off a duck's back, honestly. <laughs> yeah, water off a duck's back. If if that's if that's what people have got to come with, and that they can chant and say that we're in the library, etc. We're we're used to it, so we enjoy it. We enjoy that. The thing honest, is, so. you, you've got you've got a good level of support now, haven't you? You've got a good level of support. It's and it's building. Exactly. And exactly. if uh, yeah. if next season you're taking thousand away, um, you're going to be well supported. Um, on average, I think probably average uh, is probably around about eight hundred. I would say seven eight hundred. Yeah. But, um, got some a lot less and some a lot more, obviously. But um, it's uh, going to be a spicy one. I'm just hoping Warsaw can uh, get those signings in. Um, we'll definitely have an extra connection with uh, MK Dons now, with obviously the Graham Alexander sort of uh, contact. Um, yeah. Seeing whether he made the right decision to go with you guys. <clears throat> and uh, Dale Litton um, is saying the Wrexham fans are apparently very excited to play the Dons. Was, is that is that is that the uh, the Ryan Reynolds connection? Is it? The, I don't know. The Deadpool and all, all that. So. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what. Why is? Why is that? Why are they excited to play the Dons? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, fair play to him. I'm looking forward to going to Wrexham and Notts County and say several grounds I want to go to. Uh, yeah. Went to Walsall once before. So I'm looking forward yeah. to going back there. So, yeah. That's good. Uh, Dale's responded, uh, yes, that is the Ryan Reynolds connection. So uh, yeah. we got that one. Right then, we'll leave it there, I think. That's good. Um, we'll get you back on around uh, match preview time when, we, okay. uh, when we're meeting up with you guys. But uh, that's been good. Thanks for coming on, Jonathan. I know you've had a busy day, so thank you for making time for us. Not a problem. Thank you very much for inviting me on, and I uh, I look forward to catching up in the season. Nice one. Um, the joy and the pain, we call it. You're familiar with that, aren't you? Yes. Yes, and I this am. And this is what we do, the joy and the pain. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> and then when we lose, when we lose, <laughs> I've got a uh, head in my hands. That's the, that's <laughs> the way it goes. Right then. Cheers. Thanks very much. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching. Cheers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. 
Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.